Siddur Snippet Series is sponsored by Dr. Renee and Jack Nussbaum for a full Shlema for Achol Yisrael and in the merit that those looking for a Shidduch find their Bashert. We are, con- we are concluding our explanation of the sentence on the Chadesh B'tivo B'choyom Tamin Masa Bereshis. We've shared several explanations and interpretations of each of these words, but we last left off. What is the word bituvo? Hamechadesh, Hashem renews, he extends the contract, either weekly, daily. We talked about Maisa Bereshis, and we talked about how empowering that is for us as individuals. If Hashem can recreate daily, then we can recreate ourselves. We don't have to feel stuck or static, but we're able to redefine who we are and who we want to be on a daily basis. What is the word bituvo? So one understanding of Hamechadesh bituvo is that Hashem renews the world out of a sense of His goodness. So the alternative is, HaMechadesh B'tuvo, what He renews is a sense of goodness in the world. I think the two explanations perhaps can overlap in going back in an understanding, not of why He recreates the world, but why did He create the world? This is an ancient question, and it's not an easy one. To answer it fully, you'd have to be God. The Rebona Shalom, the Almighty, the Melech Malachi Amlochim is omnipotent and infinite. And he's beyond our comprehension. We're not capable of understanding. But to the best of our ability, the Mikubal and the mystics explain, why did Hashem create the world? If none of us existed, we wouldn't have missed not being created. If there was no universe, no galaxy, no world, none of us, no human beings, then what would have been missing in the world? Hashem is perfect. Hashem is infinite. And any answer that you say that includes the words he needed is by definition a deficient answer because he has no needs, he's perfect. So on the one hand, you could say, Ein melech balaam. there is no king without a people, without subjects. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Malucha is being melech. For God to be the king, he needs to have subjects. So he created subjects so he could serve as king. But the implication is that he wanted to be king or that he's incomplete without the subjects that he had a need. That can't be the reason. And therefore the conclusion they arrive at there's much longer discussion than the six minutes of Siddur Snippets. The conclusion they arrive at is, Kaddish Baruch Hu has a level of benevolence and altruism, magnanimity beyond anything that we can comprehend. To want to do good and be good for others. And therefore, Kaddish Baruch Hu created us for one reason. Not because He had any need, but because He wanted us to experience the joy, the happiness, the pleasure of a relationship with Him. Human beings, human beings have a kickback from every good that we do. Some literally have a kickback in the sense that if we do a favor or kindness for another, then they owe us a debt of gratitude. We all know the Chesed Shalemas, we just observe Zion Adar, and we recognize the holy members of the Chevra Kadisha for the work they do as Chesed Shalemas. We call it Chesed Shalemas because they've taken care of the deceased in a way that can't be repaid. But even that Chesed Shalemas has a kickback, namely, that you know you did a chesed that can't be repaid. And that in itself is a little selfish. That in itself has some personal gain or benefit beyond the overwhelming generosity that's shown to someone else. Only the Ribbonu Shalom. We try to come as close as we can, but only the Ribbonu Shalom can do good, can give good, only for the sake of helping another. The ultimate of altruism, of benevolence, being kind just because the other will benefit without fulfilling any personal need, without being enriched or empowered, enhanced in any which way. Only the Ribbonu Sholem. We can talk about it, we can describe it, we can aspire towards it, because even the person who does 
private acts of kindness and therefore says, I get nothing from it. I do it anonymously. No one knows who did it. I don't tell anyone about it. I get no honor from it. But you know what? The joy and the pleasure of knowing I do something anonymous that I don't tell anyone about and the feeling, legitimate and noble feeling of happiness that results is, of course, a kickback that one receives. Only the Ribbono Shalom. So the answer of why Hashem created the world, He wanted to give good to us. He wanted us to have pleasure. And if that's the original reason for creation itself, what's the greatest pleasure, by the way, that He could give? What's the greatest pleasure? It's not an automatic driving car. It's not even a delicious steak with fried onions. What is the greatest pleasure He could give? Not a single malt scotch or a fine bottle of wine. The greatest pleasure He could give is access to Himself. He is the source of all good, all pleasure. So our ability to tap into a relationship with Him is tapping into the source of all good and all pleasure. That is the greatest good He could give, which is the ability to have a relationship with Him. So if we understand that, why the world was created in three minutes or less, if we understand that, then we could also understand what we're saying every day in our davening. He's mechadesh bituvo. Because if he had to assess it, if he had to really think about it, he'd say it was fun while it lasted. 5,781 years was a good project. But you know what? The people, they come up short, they disappoint me, they don't follow through on what they're supposed to do, the world continuously is corrupt, so we're going to shut it down. But he doesn't. He originally created a world without any need for him, only for us, and he renews that world daily, only for him, without fulfilling any need for himself. HaMechadesh Bituvo. What drives the Mechadesh is Bituvo. He wants to give the Tov. And so that's what drives him to renew the world, and it's also what he renews the world with. HaMechadesh Bituvo B'choyum Tamid. We'll continue next time with Kamur Leose Orim Gido